Welcome to Cricket Only Better episode 221. I'm Ed Hawkins, betting.betfair correspondent. After an exhausting 45 days, was it? Betting marathon on the World Cup, culminating in Australia, beating India, of course, in the final. I think we can all agree that what is immediately required is a five-match T20 series between the two. Am I right, Sam Collins? You read my mind, Hawkins. What the world needs now is more cricket. Give us some more cricket. Make that cricket as pointful and as resplendently beautiful and pointful. I don't know what I'm saying, Hawkins. I'm a man who's just uh, witnessed the 45-day World Cup. Um, Look, I think we can say that from a purely betting perspective, at least it means that Richard Mann and Paul Krishnamurti have continued opportunity to dig up winners. Um, that is the diplomatic answer. Of course, uh, here is one of the one of the aforementioned best in the business, Paul Krishnamurti of Betting Dobbet. Hello, Paul. Hi, sir. Looking forward to more cricket. Oh, Richard Mann of SportingLife.com is also on hand. Richard, your lust for cricket threatens to be sated once again this week. My lust. Evening, Sam. Hello. Um, Hawkins, what's on the show? Uh, first T20 between India and Australia from Vizag. There's a series overview on that. Uh, first test between Bangladesh and New Zealand. What we learned from the World Cup and a look at the outright for the next World Cup, which is in June. It's in the T20. More cricket. Another World Cup. Why not? Why not start it next week? and we'll fit a few more in before June. Uh, best bets as well for India versus Australia and Bangladesh versus New Zealand and a returning champion on the five-point challenge. Um, Let's start, though, with the World Cup. Our review does not include a team of the tournament uh, with about three players in the wrong position. Uh, Instead, we focus on what we learned. Uh, How can we improve our betting? That is the big question that we care about. Paul Krishnamurti, over to you. What did you learn? Well, I think that the World Cup, despite the fact that the outsider won the final, that should be deemed a decent size upset. Form book did generally stand up very well once again, and I think it emphasised the difference again between 50 over cricket and 20 over cricket or even test matches, where the betting is a lot more volatile. It's a lot more risky to play an odds on favourite, I think. I think the nature of 50 over cricket, you very often see the first innings being decisive. You can see that the score is even nearly not enough or way too much. And you know, look at the form book overall. The favourites, the overwhelming favourites for the tournament did win their first 10 matches all very decisively. And the only team that's beaten them is a very obvious challenger when they've won the toss and you have to say the conditions suited them. OK. Um, Hawkins is trying to get me um, get me decimated on social media with this question for Richard Mann. Um, surely the lesson, Richard, is that um, India are the true chokers of the world game, asks Edward Hawkins. Yeah, I'll try and answer this as diplomatically as possible. I think what the, the semi-final, actually, more than the final, the changing of the pitch against New Zealand, to me, it, it showed some insecurities within the India camp that probably the rest of us looking from the outside in couldn't see. They looked the best team in the tournament. They had all bases covered. Why start worrying about pitches, changing pitches? Why not just hope and expect that you get a, a typical flat one at the Wankidi? And I, suddenly the, either the pressure was telling or they weren't as confident in their own team as, as they probably should have been. And that again showed in the final against Australia. It was 
slow turning pitch. This time they lost the toss, as Paul said, and it went against them. So maybe their belief in their side isn't as strong as, as we think it should be. They were under immense amount of pressure. Ed and Paul documented it before the tournament began, didn't they? All the political stuff going on with Modi going for re-election. That must have weighed heavily on their shoulders. I do wonder if next next summer for the T20 World Cup, away from that, we might see the real India turn up. But yet again... In a final, I know they lost to early wickets, but Rohit Apart, who took the game on, the batting was timid. I know conditions were tough, but, but Vera and, and Kale Rahul, they didn't really look to press that accelerator button. I know they had a long tail and they were trying to protect them, but India in the early rounds would have kept going hard. And in the final, albeit tough conditions against a good attack, they didn't press the accelerator button and, and it probably cost them. Oh, well, they're only human. Hey, um, can I have a best... And worst bet from each of you, please. Uh, quick fire round, please. Hawkins first, then Paul, then Richard. Uh, I'll go for uh, India to make the final. That was a nice, solid one. I think it was the second highest uh, rated bet I had in the whole thing. And then, um, or Zadran actually, top Afghan bat was a great one. Uh, and Bavuma, top South Africa series bat was an absolute stinker. Best bets um, would be a series of bets about at the Wankhede Stadium back in late runs that won plenty biggest mistake for me was not fully laying back my India position yesterday uh, despite really never fancying Australia after they lost India after they lost those early wickets always thinking a toss had gone against them but I only partially cut covered but probably because I was just you know I've had that bet sit, sit on that bet for two months and you don't really want to get rid of it you know when it's when they've won the first ten games, yeah, and mine actually similar to Paul's, uh, South Africa v uh, England at the Wankhede. I, I really got stuck into runs, um, probably from twenty overs onwards. South Africa were three down; they had a really slow start, and I have to tip my hat to Paul here. He's he's not just talked up Wankhede runs, but he's talked up late runs, and it's 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 got into my brain um, and lacked some some really good bets there. Even I even did a dirty middles bet on three ninety to four two two at ten to one, um, and actually was worried late on that it was going to go over four two two. That's how well but I, the last over saved me, and um, that was a brilliant result. The worst bet was was Najmul Shanto, top Bangladesh batsman. He was run out twice. He got two golden ducks, and yet he started the tournament with fifty nine out, ended it with 19.45 and wasn't far away. Um, and the big kick in the teeth there was I had him doubled with, with our man Zadron as well. So that would have been a big payday, but not to be. Richard, man, there's a, a dictionary in the post with the word quick fire circled in it for you. For <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, right. Better exchange prices for the T20 World Cup in June in the US and Caribbean then for you coming right up. India are the favourites at 3.85, Australia 4s, England inexplicably 5.4, South Africa 9s, Pakistan 11, New Zealand also 11, West Indies 13.5, Sri Lanka 18, Afghanistan 42. Edward Hawkins, do you have some early thoughts on those lovely, lovely numbers? Uh, yeah, I do. Unfortunately, I'm going to talk about South Africa. I think that's probably too big because one thing we do know about South Africa and we wanted them to do for a long, long time is to take the handbrake off with their battings and to really go at it. And uh, they have done that over the course of a tournament. Whether they can do it in the big games now, that is their challenge for that T20 World Cup. But look, that price about South Africa, we think that I'm going to be 
get much shorter in that uh, T20 World Cup. And if we have learned anything from the last World Cup, is you can take these prices on the outright about teams which you think are decent and they can trade shorter than that. And for that reason as well, I'd say Afghanistan at 42. Uh, be surprised if that doesn't come right in uh, in June, July, August, September, whenever it actually finishes. Okay. Um, rich man, Paul Krishnamurti. Uh, any early thoughts, perhaps informed by this um, orgy of fifty-over extravagance that we've? Just yeah, had? I mean, I agree with everything Ed said about South Africa. Don't forget they'll have Nokia to come back as well. Their best fast bowler, though, who's a big miss in India, I suppose, just comes down to the knockout match for them again, doesn't it? And I, I sort of brushed off this Chokers tag and said that was the old team: Graham Smith, De Villiers, Callis. But actually, this group of players are now beginning to get that tag as well. So that's a concern. Looking at the prices, it'd be fascinated to see how England rebuild quickly if they can get Archer back fit. I'm not I'm not saying they were better at 5.4. We keep talking about the depth of white ball batting talent in England. Well, we're going to see that now over the next few months and, and same with the ball. So I definitely wouldn't rule England out. Australia have shown in the last few weeks how quickly you can turn things around. Right then. Thank you very much. Um, let's find some winners. Wait, hang on a minute. Was, has Paul done his as well? No, that's... So, to put Bill, Ed was saying, really, I would say that the value there is all with that middle batch of teams, South Africa, Pakistan, New Zealand, particularly Pakistan for me. I think um, Caribbean conditions will suit them very much. A lot of their players are involved in the CPL now. Um, and generally, I just think that the front three are too short, particularly India and Australia. OK, thank you very much, Paul. Let's find some winners. India versus Australia. The first T20 of five uh, is on Thursday. Vizag, the venue. India, 2.04. Australia, 1.94 on the Betfair Exchange. Hawkins. Yeah, completely different India team, as you would expect. So nobody involved from the World Cup in this. It shows their strength in depth. And actually, if they were picking this sort of team in a T20 World Cup, you might fancy him, actually. So Jaiswal Gaikwad. Kishan Sky, who's the captain, Varma, Rinku or Doob in the middle order, Sundar, Aksa, Arshdeep, Prasid, Krishna. They could have Avesh Khan or Mukesh as an extra pace option, or they could play Ravi Bishnoi as another spinner, uh, knocking out Sundar or Aksa. But I think that's how they'll line up. Australia, Smith, Water, Zampa, Maxwell, um, Head and Stoinis all in this squad. Um, I'm not sure they're all going to play in this uh, first game, though. So I've gone for Head, Wade, who is the captain, Short, English, Stoinis, David, Hardy, Abbott, Ellis, Berendorf and Sanger. India defended 179 with ease at this venue um, in the last T20 played there. 11 out of 14 were won by the Chaser in the 2019 side Mushtaq Trophy. Only five scores of 150 or more. That's uh, that's the most recent form we've got basically to go on, apart from that uh, 179 against South Africa. Uh, two IPL games in 2019, also won both by the Chaser. I suspect India are a good price here uh, at a shade of odds against. And if they're going off that kind of price throughout the series, you're not going to be going far wrong. It's a, I think that's a decent India team. Uh, Richard Mann, is Hawkins right or wrong? 
Yeah, I, I agree with him, actually. I, I think this is probably where Indian white ball strength comes to the fore. Um, I think that the depth is stronger than Australia's. I mean, Australia have just won the World Cup basically with a test team, haven't they? Let's let's be honest, test attack, test batting lineup, but T20 is a different game and, and India's young IPL guns get a go here. So, yeah, I agree with that, particularly for bat second, uh, definitely a bet. Okay, Paul Krishnamurti, bonkers toss bias. Um, back the taste, uh, chaser blind for you here, maybe? No, not at all. I agree with the boy voice. I think that Australia, India are a class apart here, really. And I would price this at 1.7 India, something like that. And I think um, I'd love to take anything like even money or 9 to 10 for the series. Regarding the toss bias, I mean, we've only got four games to go on and they're quite uneven matchups. So I'm not reading too much into that. Also, I mean, those low scores... There were low scores on this ground, but we've just seen most Indian grounds giving up loads of runs this time of year. So I'm a bit wary of uh, relying on that old sample. Rich, man, are we guessing a bit on motivation? Uh, even Australia might find it hard to keep going regardless of the final result because they've just been on tour for so long. Yeah, they have, and it's not just this World Cup, isn't it? South Africa before that, the Ashes before that. It's been a real long road for them. Um, parallels, actually, with, with England when they won the T20 World Cup just about a year ago, then they played an ODI series against Australia in Australia. Um, and they had they had what looked a good good team, but, I mean, they were decimated. They just didn't turn up, did they? And I just wonder about motivation for Australia. We could see something similar here, particularly if India get off to a good start in the series. It, it could could really be a, a steamroll from there. Is there an argument growing for AI cricket just to take the pressure off the players, perhaps? Um, right, any other betting nuggets? Oh, sorry, no, Paul Krishnamurti, innings runs plays considering those stats. Well, I mean, we're guessing what the market's going to be, but if the market is based on those previous low scores, I'd be inclined to take a chance on a high overs because we've seen so much of it on other Indian grounds. Um, and I do think that, particularly if India bat first, I, don't, I think Australia, if they have that kind of reserve lineup, that really just doesn't have the depth to cope with a good India side, I don't think, in those conditions. Okay. Um, any other betting nuggets before we go to the tops, uh, Richard? I didn't have anything specific. I mean, Paul's touched upon it already. I just wanted to remind people that obviously we're switching back to T20 now and we've said for a long time now how, how volatile this format is. And if you trade in and it looks like we've got two evenly matched sides, if you look at the betting, it, it, it can be a great format to trade, whereas we've just come off the back of the World Cup. Lots of one-sided matches. Betting in the match market, if you wanted to trade, it didn't really work out, did it? You kind of knew the result a long way out, but it'll be different here. So um, get back into T20 mode. Okay. Um, the Paul Grishnamurti. Well, just to add to the runs, because uh, we've got three matches this week before the next show goes out. The game that really looks interesting for runs is the third one at Bath Spara. Three matches there. The lowest first inning score is one nine seven. The highest two two three. Okay. Um, thank you very much, uh, Hawkins. Pleasure to follow. Yeah, one of the most reliable bets you can have in T Twenty is Suryakumar Yadav to win top bat. He's got five wins in thirteen for India, uh, going back. I think that's twelve months. So that's a win rate of thirty eight percent. Very interesting to see how sports book price him. Do they? 
um, overreact to what he did in the World Cup, which is basically nothing. So uh, it could be seven to two, it could be four to one, or it could be eleven to four favourite. And the good news is, it doesn't matter what he is because we're going to be backing him uh, regardless. So uh, eleven to four is most most appealing if they go as short as that. Varma as well to, is one to f- uh, look out for. Three wins from ten could be getting fives or sixes on him. Uh, if you stick with those two for the series, you'll be fine. Arshdeep, absolutely dominant with the ball. Again, keep this in mind for the series. Uh, 25 wickets in 17, strike rate of 13.3. Australia have played only three T20s in the last 12 months, so got nothing for you on win rates for them. There's a possible price on Wade. Uh, I've seen it in the past with him from Sportsbook. He, he may well open. They might not uh, pick that, so keep that one uh, for your notebook. Okay. Uh, any players to follow, Richard and um, and, and Paul? Uh, yeah, kicking off with two Indians in the middle order. Rinku Singh, he's, de- he's been playing domestic T20 cricket. Brilliant farm, 50-31 not out, uh, 77 not out. And Tilak Vam has made 100 in, in that competition as well recently. Both brilliant middle order players, real good talents. I'd back them both in the man of the match market, actually. Um, so probably come in the middle order, but could impact the game. And for Australia, if we think they're going to struggle, betting lower to middle order, um, really interesting. Aaron Hardy, and he could go up the order, he bats three for Perth in the big bash and my old friend Sean Abbott look he, he's a really handy low order player and if there's a low scoring match he could he could well pop up at a massive price Paul yeah I completely agree with Rich about Abbott and Hardy hoping for big prices about them uh, Arshdeep absolutely 3-1 or better would be a very good bet on him very reliable and the player I like for the series uh, is Yashas VJ well it's just for me looked outstanding and I think he's going to he could take this Aussie attack apart. So I'm going to be backing him man in a match every game. Okay. Thank you very much. Uh, reminder that each of these India versus Australia matches will be covered on betting.betfair. Uh, time for our five point challenge now. And over to Edward Hawkins. Yep. Ravi, Boulders Brass slammed all five points on Australia to beat South Africa in that semi final. So he returns this week. Remember, if you do return a profit from your five points, you come back again and again and again. Uh, you can get involved at Cricket Betting on X. So this week, Ravi has gone for Australia most sixes, two points in that first T20 against India. He wants to back Wade runs unders around 26.5. That's for a point. Uh, we'll keep that in mind. It might be a void if we don't get a price on that. And in Bangladesh versus New Zealand, he wants to back New Zealand Currently 2.2 on bet for exchange for two points. Whether old Rabbi, almost as if scripted, uh, that tees us up very nicely for our next game, which is Bangladesh versus New Zealand. This one starts Tuesday, November the 28th. Select the venue. Bet for exchange prices, a very early show, of course. Have Bangladesh at 3.1, New Zealand at 2.2, the drawers at 2.9, and Hawkins has some words. Uh, yeah, no Shakib, no Litton Das, no Everdot Hussain for uh, Bangladesh, so they're weakened. We think they might line up like this. Hassan joins Zakir Hassan opening the batting again. Shanto, Momin al-Haq, Mushfakir, Mahedi Hassan, Miraz, Nural Hassan, the two all-rounders there together. If this was a uh, away series in somewhere like England, you'd be thinking maybe 30 or 40 might win it for one of those two on top bat. Hassan Mahmood, Sharafal, Tigel, and Khalid completing the uh, lineup 
New Zealand, well, 11 of this squad uh, were in the World Cup and they've been chilling out in Dubai. So what their energy levels are like, um, well, we're about to find out, I guess, but they could go like this. Latham, Conway, Williamson, Nichols, Mitchell, Blundell, Ravindra, Jameson, Southie, Sodi, or Ajaz, and Wagner completing the lineup. One test played there, so nothing to go for on form book, but that was Bangladesh losing to Zimbabwe. No team more than 2 8 2. All bowling stars at it in, amongst the wickets. And that was 2018, I think, at Silet. So um, I wouldn't get bogged down with that. Okay. Uh, Paul Krishnamurti, New Zealand, a great price, um, even if that price goes odds on as expected. That's why it's a great price because it will go on. So I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure that the draw is too short here, unless there's something very clever going on and they know something about the pitch. But I would be very much inclined to oppose the draw. But I'm not that keen on New Zealand for the match. I would actually say that Bangladesh, who are seven to two on the sports book, are probably the value here. I would never write them off at home. Um, New Zealand are coming off the World Cup. Every reason to be, you know, tired or demotivated. Expect we'll get a, a heavily spinning pitch. So, um, and I think we'll get a result. So, 72 is the value for me. Okay, Richard Mann, um, do you have any concerns that New Zealand's best players might be absolutely knackered? Uh, Mitchell, Conway, um, perhaps no Bolt and Henry, obviously, have dominated with the ball. Yeah, I mean, it's shocking scheduling, isn't it? But I think if there's any team you, you just bet to, to get the job done and, and just keep going, it's New Zealand. And, and I just don't have a lot of time for this, this current Bangladesh team. I, I think they're really poor. And um, I, if it's a results pitch, which, which we, we think it probably will be, I think I think New Zealand will win personally, even in these conditions. OK, Paul, uh, innings runs trade. Any thoughts? Well, again, we're guessing... Um, very little evidence from the ground, but what there is says unders. So I'm thinking that if New Zealand bat first, Parr will probably start at 400 to maybe look for under 325 at about 5 to 2, 11 to 4, that kind of price. Okay. Um, any of these, um, sorry, Richard Mann, what's the view on the Kiwis and their capacity against spin here? Um, anyone you might take on or, or some other nugget here? Well, I mean, I mean, Williamson's a standout, unbelievable player of spin. Had a really good series in Pakistan about a year ago. The other really good one is, is Tom Latham, but he's coming off, off the back of a really poor World Cup. He averaged 25 there, but I think that was the eighth best in the New Zealand team, and they all filled the boots there. I'd be really worried about Latham. He just looked appalling, to be honest. I thought he was really out of nick. And Daryl Mitchell's the other one. I'm a huge fan of Mitchell. Um, but when the third Pakistan last year, I've just mentioned it there, he only averaged 25, small sample size, and he's looked a good player of spin, but not in extreme conditions like this. Um, so I'd just be wary of those two, to be honest. It's all pointing towards that man, Cain Williamson. Uh, bits and bobs for you. I've got some statistics which actually might prove Richard wrong, but... Uh, unfortunate scripting, Richard. Uh, Williamson has only got two wins from nine. This is more about of players not to follow, actually, than ones to follow. The Nichols also dreadful record, one from 14. This is last two years. Uh, Mitchell, we mentioned there, three from 13. He's got the best win rate. And we'll also note Jameson, one win from eight. I think that one from eight was a probably a cricket-only better tip as well. Um, for Bangladesh, Mushfakir has very little to beat here. Tremendous record. Four wins in the last 11. Looks to be rock solid to me. 
and our friend or Rich's friend, uh, Shanto is becoming a bit of a, a show to bash national Shanto. Only one win in 14 from Shanto in this test lineup, which is a really dreadful return. Probably the best bet of the lot, though, is Tajil, top Bangladesh bowler, six returns in the last nine. Sam Collins, you back with us? Um, I, I think so, Hawkins, on a yeah, different yeah. screen, but um, no less keen. Hawkins <laughs> over to you. Okay. Um... Really, just reiterate what I said. Tajul Islam uh, looks outstanding. Really obvious in this. I hope he'll be up at eleven to four or better. Um, no, he got eleven wickets on the only only appearance at this ground previously. Uh, and Mushfiqar or Monimol Hack, someone in the middle order, hopefully looking for kind of five to one, four, five, maybe five to one about Monimol, maybe seven to two, four to one at Mushfiqar. Okay, Richard Mann. Yeah, I'd stick with Williamson. I just thought he looked brilliant at the World Cup. Um, we know he plays spin well and a few doubts about a few of the others. Um, and he's fresher than most as well, coming back off injury. So I'd stick with him. Ajaz for top New Zealand bowler looks really solid, doesn't he? Brilliant in India. Um, not so long ago, took, did he take nine in an innings? Um, took so 10, didn't he? Did he take 10? Yeah, yeah. took 10 at Mumbai. So you'd think he'd be tailor-made for these conditions and... and Plenty of red ball prep as well would, would be the suspicion. Ed, Ed mentioned that Jameson win. I'm almost certain that was in India, Ed. Um, so there's another one if you want to throw a few quid. Um, that was in Indian spinning conditions. Okay. Um, thank you very much. Best bets time now. Richard Mann and Paul Krishnamurti each have five units to spend. So let's go to Paul Krishnamurti for all of them in one go first. Okay. I'll start off with a one-point double. India to win the first T20, the Australia and Bangladesh to win the Test match. So, no, 19 and 72. Uh, one point, Arshdeep Singh, top India wicket taker. Um, in the first three T20s, Yashasvi Jailwell, man in the match, half a point on each. And then the final one, a half point, Tajul Islam, top Bangladesh wicket taker. Okay, Richard Mann. Right, uh, India, Australia, first T20. I'm going to have 0.75 points, Aaron Hardy, and 0.75 points, Sean Abbott, in the top Australia batsman market. And in the man of the match market, I'm going to have 0.75 points, uh, Rinku Singh, and 0.75 points, Tilak Varma. That leaves me with two for the test match between New Zealand and Bangladesh. And one point, Kane Williamson, top New Zealand batsman. And I'm going to go Ajaz Patel, one point, top New Zealand bowler. Thank you very much, Richard Mann. Um, this has been Cricket Only Better, episode 221. Um, I don't know about you, but I think we're all feeling really good to be back in the swing of things after about six or seven hours without any cricket happening. Um, how can we make it to next week? That is the question. I've been Sam Collins with Richard Mann, um, Edward Hawkins and Paul Krishnamurti. We're back next week to preview West Indies versus England in an ODI series. We will see you then. And have a lovely week in the meantime.